What's up, RT? Nick, welcome back. We're back to Tough Men of Faith. Sorry, I was over here reading a book. I was a little distracted. Yeah, I get that, man. I was getting, getting ready for today. Yeah, I thought you were checking out my new shirt. That shirt is nice. Yeah. Um, maybe we can get a picture of it. Producer Blake can get a picture yeah, and throw it up. Yeah, we'll get a picture. Tough Man of Faith. You got a, you got a Tough Man of Faith shirt. You got your Tough Man of Faith water little bottle. water bottle. Hydro flask. Hydro flask. Yeah. <laughs> my daughters make fun of your hydro flask. Do they? Yeah. Good. And anything else? Any any other merch going on? No, not yet. I'm um, okay. working on a shirt idea, so we'll yeah. see what happens. I like yeah. this one so far, but it needs yeah. some tweaking. I'm just glad we have we all have something to add to the podcast. Right. Blake does all the producing, all the heavy work. Yeah. You add the merch and Right, you bring all the I don't know what I bring yet, but I'll I'll figure out my like role. All the skill set and knowledge comes from you. Like No, then we're in trouble. Just, we people just come to me and you know <laughs> they just want to hear what I got to say because I'm funny. <laughs> So, you know, I run into people occasionally that are listening to the podcast that yeah. I don't know are listening to it. Or you I don't, don't know, know? Is that what you said? Well, sometimes I don't know them. Okay. Um, like they've heard from a friend of a friend and they show up at church or an event or something, run into them. And they, they want to ask questions about certain things we talked about. And it's like several <laughs> seasons back. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, right. we've grown up since then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've grown a little. We're trying to mature. It's slow, but we're trying. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, so today's a subject we, I think we've, we've talked about it several times. Okay. But never had an episode directly on it. Okay. Um, it's on pornography. Uh, I don't want to do that episode. Yeah, right. There's probably <laughs> the reason we haven't had just yeah. like an episode on it. Um, I feel like you're going to step on some guy's toes here. Like probably most guys' toes. Yeah. Like if we're honest, probably most guys' toes. Probably, yeah. At some point in their life have been either exposed to it, right. seen it, struggle with it, addicted yeah. to it. Yeah, I know some guys that are addicted to it. Yeah. It's like... That's a weird thing to be addicted to. Like, I think it is, but, you know, I guess it's, it's kind of like the dopamine thing. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, your, your, your body's telling you, Hey, your mind's telling you, Hey, this is wrong, but the dopamine keeps dumping and it's telling you, hey, we want more of this. And, uh, yeah. You know, I was trying to think uh, about how to go about it. And I, I don't know if I had the best approach because I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about it, but I don't want it to be like where you just try to beat guys up and make them feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. So I we know it's sin. We yeah, know it's wrong. anybody for it, but, but I also want to like this, the reality of, there's a lot of guys struggling with this. Yeah. And I, I think what's changed now that, that's interesting, if we'd have talked about this episode, if we'd had a podcast 10 years ago when podcasts were first getting big. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would be listening. Nobody would be listening. <laughs> but that most people viewed pornography as like, hey, you shouldn't you shouldn't look at that. Yeah. Right? It's taboo in culture. Right. That's kind of changed now. Yeah. Where there's a lot of people who see it as acceptable, right? Right. Um, I, I was reading a study. Well, and look how it's changed too. I mean, you know, you don't have to go to... Like, for instance, a producer or something to put yeah. your material, your content out there. I mean, now you can, you can just do an OnlyFans or something, yeah. right? And just, you know, you're your own person, producer, boss, whatever. And yeah. it's just, I think the culture of it's changed so much. And maybe the business model? Yeah, I don't, I was reading this article on the Gospel Coalition. It's called Pornography Acceptable Sin. Yeah. But it said almost one in three men agree that it's acceptable for teens to view pornography. Really? One in three men agree that it's acceptable. 30%. And then compare to compare that to only about one in ten women think the same way. Oh wow. So this is a I wouldn't even think it'd be ten percent of women. Right, but it is. But then for men it's it's one in three. That's crazy. And then the the same article went on to say that roughly You said that like kids watch it? Teens. Kids. Said teens. Okay. And then roughly half of both men and women agree that pornography viewing is acceptable for adults. Really? Yeah. So oh, it's, wow. this, okay. It's twenty twenty two, they had this. And it's the Gospel Coalition, Pornography Acceptable Sin. That's where it kind of got information at. But then it also went on to say that one in five couples reported some degree of conflict in their relationship due to pornography. 
And that one thirty so percent of men say it's okay. Okay, but twenty percent of couples are, have an issue with it. Yeah, and then one in four men reported actively hiding their pornography viewing from their partner. Wow, that's ones that admitted to it. Yeah, right. So it's probably it's probably higher. So you can see the problem. Like we're saying, okay, this is acceptable, but it's causing a lot of problems yeah. over here. And so we could go into it, like why it's wrong. I mean, it's wrong, right? Well, I, know, I, mean, I think we have. I think we've touched yeah. on it before in the past. But I mean, just you know, it's just there's a multitude of reasons why it's wrong. Yeah. But I think. One thing I want to do today is look at, um, there's this book called The Death of Porn by Ray Ortland. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the best uh, resources I've seen on pornography okay. is this book. So I'm just going to maybe just like read a few paragraphs out of it off nice. and on from some different chapters, kind of just give the, the big idea, the big theme in the book, yeah. which I think is helpful. Yeah. But then I'd also encourage guys, like if this is something you struggle with, you should get a copy of it. Yeah. Or if you know someone that struggles with it, right, or, or maybe find a, a buddy to go through it with you. Right. Um, All right. What do you got? Well, I'm going to... I'm going to read to you, you gotta Nick. Find it. I got to find it. So okay. what I did is I read this book a couple of years ago when it first came out. Okay. I, Ray Ortland, everything he writes, I read. Okay. Uh, if he writes a book, right? So I love listening to him. Nice. Just to, he's kind of like listening to, like if you had a wise grandfather who's okay. just giving you advice. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Gotcha. Like where he doesn't feel like he's trying to beat you up with everything, but he's like, hey, this isn't right. Right. But God loves you <laughs> and you should be going this direction. And yeah. you get done reading, you're like, man, that stung a little bit. I didn't even know it at the right. time. So Nice. Yeah. But he compares like his big thing is for talking to Christian men. He's like, Hey, you are, you are royalty. And like, he wants you to kind of grasp that. And he gets that from Genesis chapter one, where it says that, that, um, God created man in his own image and the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them saying like deep down, you, you should know that you belong to King Jesus as a Christian. He's like that, that's important, um, for you to know, because that means that you were created for a purpose um, in life. And so when I first read this book, it's like, where's he going with this to to tie it into pornography? But he says this, is that when you're royalty, you, you feel like you failed. So you look at pornography and you feel guilty for it. He's saying Jesus renews our royalty. Uh, when everything was on the line for us, with our dignity hopelessly damaged by our recklessness, God simply changed the subject. He changed it from us and our shame to Jesus and his grace. Not Jesus as an inspiring example we should imitate, but Jesus as the better self we've never been. Our king lived for us the royal life we should have lived and died for us the shameful death we should have died. And so he takes it back to the gospel that, hey, when you start feeling this, this shame from it, yeah. and that you've done wrong, remember, you were bought with a price. Right. That like King Jesus purchased you with his blood. And, and so it's trying to get you to see the importance of that you're royalty, uh, that you, you belong to God. Yeah. And then he encourages like in his father type figures like, son, you need to come back to your royalty. Here's why you can say that. He sides with you against your sin, not against you because of your sin. Let me read that again. Yeah, it go takes, ahead. It takes a couple minutes to think there. <laughs> he sides with you against your sin, not against you because of your sin. Right. Don't try to figure that out. His big heart makes no sense to our puny brains. But here's the great thing about hitting rock bottom. All we can do then is receive his grace. Yeah. So when you apply that to pornography, that you've been struggling with it, you've been struggling and struggling with the sin and can't get victory from it, Think about that, that you've hit rock bottom, but God is going to show you grace upon grace right. uh, there. So flipping some pages here. Yeah. Then he starts to talk about as Christian men, we need to prepare for battle, like that we are created to battle. Um, so, you know, your royalty, you need to prepare yourself that you're going to have a battle that's going to take place. Yep. The next chapter, he switches from the, the men are royalty, and he starts the next chapter with, Dear son, she matters too. She matters more than you know. That girl, that woman, the one on the porn site, she isn't just pixels on a screen. She's real. Somewhere right now, she's out there trying to get by. 
I'll bet you any amount of money she didn't volunteer for porn. She was degraded and abused into it. And that precious woman has hopes and feelings and longings and sorrows just like you. She's a, she is as human as you are, as worthy as you are, as royal as you are. In this letter, I have some hard things to say, but here's what I'm going. I'm asking you to change how you see that woman on the porn site. I'm not asking you to make anything up. I'm only asking you to accept the way God sees her. He is on her side. He's indigent at the way she is objectified, modernized, and mistreated. Which leads me to ask you for something else. I'm also asking you to change how you treat her. I want you to stop abusing her and start defending her. You're doing one or the other. More on that in a minute, he says. But he says, hey, you're either abusing her or you're defending her. Right. And talking about that she is a royalty, that she's also created in God's image. Yep. Um, for me, I, I think that's just, so many times we think about our personal battle with pornography, but then it's also, hey, that, that woman you're looking at. Right. Like, what about her? Well, and it's like, I think we've talked about it before, you know, that's, that's somebody's daughter, that's somebody's kid, that's somebody's wife or girlfriend or spouse or, you know, and uh, yeah. how did they get into it? You know, were they, how many people get into it willingly? How many people are sold into it or mm-hmm. bought into it? And what are you, what are you participating in that you can't see because of it? Um, yeah. What are you clicking on and... What are you liking or what are you sending money to that you can't see? I mean, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what that person's participating in and why they're doing it, you know, and for what reasons or, you know, we talk about sex slavery. I mean, there's yeah. so many things that we talked about in the past and it's just, you don't know where. Nope. You don't know why and where and the story behind it. You just see an image that's, you know, pleasurable for so long. And then, I mean, really after it's over, you just, it leaves you feeling empty anyway. Yeah. You know, you can never, you can never get enough. You can never, you know, you can never replace that feeling, it's just, I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's um, good. So, you know, he's, first chapter, he says, you know, you're royalty as God's son. Then the second chapter, he's like, she's royalty as God's daughter. And then third chapter, he says he is royalty, but talking about Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so I wish I could just read the whole book yeah. uh, to the guys because I had trouble like pulling out things like, hey, we should read this. Just, but uh, the third chapter deals with Jesus as royalty. Like he's the king that, that died for you. Um, and so what does it say about what you're, you're looking at? Right. Um, and then the fourth chapter, fourth chapter, he goes into like, we can do this, um, but saying that, hey, we can, we can make a difference. Here's the great thing about right now. Yes, the porn industry is enslaving women and men by the millions all over the world today. But the great thing is this. It's game day. The divine coach has his team on the field. He's calling the big play, and he's put you into the game. You're not sitting it out on the bench wondering if we'll ever call your name. You're on the field and in his team playing offense. That's all that matters. You don't care which play the coach calls. All you care about is running his play the best you can. And when you're tired and battered and bruised, you don't mind. Good football players play hurt. They even like it that way. When a guy on the team is all dirty and sweaty and bleeding and sore, and he breaks from the huddle and trots up to the line to run the other play, even his pain feels good. It's how he knows he's a real football player, and that's you right now. So with the team already on the field, moving the ball towards the goal line, your part is basically simple. Not easy, but simple. Just get going. Stop doing nothing and start doing something, and your something is whatever you can do. I love that. Like yeah. it's like, hey, there's a fight going on, and you need to start doing something. Right. Right. So whatever that looks like, and we'll get into yep. some practical things here when we get to the end. But start doing something to fight your porn addiction. Right. Start doing something to protect women who find themselves in, in, enslaved in this industry. Right. Exactly. Start doing something. He goes on to say, you're on the right side of history, son, not because of your resolve, but because of his resurrection. That we are on the right side of history with it. So, looks like you're pondering over there. Well, I'm just thinking about what I said earlier, you know, it's just somebody's daughter, somebody's mm-hmm. spouse, somebody's, you know, kid. It just, I think about, you know, you have daughters. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, we, I don't have kids, but I have nieces and, 
you know, my friends have daughters, and I just can't imagine um, people I know getting involved in it and what seemingly is kind of a one a one way street. I mean, I, you just don't hear about people getting out of it. Um, yeah, and I just I think about the females as the victims more so, and I think about them as the victims for men's viewing pleasure. I mean, mm-hmm. at, you know, at the end of the day, it's crap. It's just I'm pondering. It's a lot. Yeah, um, it is. It's a pretty heavy topic. Right? It is. So, and then the fifth chapter, he goes on and says, we can work together. It says, dear son, you won't regain your integrity all by yourself alone, but you can flourish. Any man can flourish and strong brotherhood with other men. Your life will count big time as you become part of a vast army. And then he has this quote from his dad. It says, to choose to be alone is to invite sure failure. Yeah. And he applies that to battling pornography, that if, if you choose to battle this alone, which most men do, like, right. they feel guilty, they look at it, they feel bad, Yeah, I'm going to stop doing this. Right, but they're not going to tell their friend. They're not going to tell their friend. Yeah. A week later, they find themselves, they feel guilty, they're shame, right. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop, I'll never do it again. Then they find themselves doing it again. Yeah. And he's saying, hey, if you're, if you're trying to fight this alone, you're, you're going to fail. Yep. Right. So then he talks about the importance of, of confession uh, with each other, talks about... James confessing uh, one to another. James chapter five uh, talks about that that you may be healed. So, this kind of importance of that. So that's that's kind of that book. I'd encourage you guys to get it and yeah, take. A, I mean, it's and it, this comes from such a different angle right. that it's so encouraging. Like you can beat this through the power of the resurrection. It takes it back to the gospel, which is where we get all our power from, anyways. Right. Um, so, yeah, and then a couple of practical things on it. Like one thing I appreciate about him is that he's like you've you can't just read a book and all of a sudden you're gonna be better. Yeah. You need to go get yourself a battle buddy right. and let them know that you're struggling with yep. this. And we've talked about this multiple times, but we have. you have to have somebody, an accountability partner. You've got to have somebody in your corner with you. Yeah, and I think we've talked about it with a lot of areas. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's easier. Like if I'm struggling with, I don't know, I struggle with so many things, but if, <laughs> like if I'm struggling with, with talking too much or, you know, yeah, you, you see that I'm not... Well, this is... This is different. This is this like is one, it's, personal. It's almost shameful. Yeah, um, you know, when you When you go in and start admitting to it and, you know... Whatever you're watching and, you know, however that goes for you, it, it's almost shameful that you almost feel, you feel conviction, I think, when you watch it. And it will lead you to not go and talk about it to your friend, to your accountability partner, to your battle buddy, to, to anyone. I mean, yeah. you know, and you don't want to go share it with your wife. And, I mean, you should be able to tell anything to your wife. You know, just, you know, thinking about another point, too, um, you know, it betrays your wife and your children. Watching, watching this act between other people betrays your wife and the relationship that you that, that you guys should have together. Yeah. And whether I I think when I say accountability partner, which I think you'll agree with this, is like you need another guy to help you battle this. Yeah. You know, I how you do it if, if you're in it deep, how you say that to your wife and how you work through that, maybe talk with a counselor, your pastor, or you know, this yeah. use wisdom there. And I wouldn't pretend on this to tell you the best route on that, but right. I will tell you for a hundred percent, like if a dude's battling pornography and you want to get victory over it you need to get another guy in your life yep. who's going to battle alongside you yeah for sure the guys i've seen get victory over this are guys that showed up with me at a at a panera and hand over a computer or other things be like man i just can't even have this around me anymore right because it's just such a temptation yeah right well it's just so, one click away you know it is. and we've talked about that it's just uh it's so easy to access and yeah i think that's probably the biggest problem with it is that the accessibility is, is just right there i mean it's just it's just one click. I mean, yeah. you're there. So Yeah, I think you got to, like, if you're going to beat it, you need to get a couple guys in your corner who yeah. are asking you tough questions, but also guys that, that you just trust 100%. Right. Yeah, for right. sure. I mean, they're not guys... going home and telling other people, exactly. Hey, RT's battling this. And right. He, he failed this week. Like, no, these people you got to trust, yeah. like guys that you've already built a relationship with. Maybe yeah. it's a pastor in your life or uh, just another 
battle buddy, another Christian believer you're close with. But then also, like, I always recommend using something like Covenant Eyes, which we've talked about before, where they get alerted, you know, if you're looking at things on your phone or your computer to kind of help you battle that. So I I think if you're going to get victory over it, you've got to confess it, like, to another another buddy. Yep. Right? So someone close. Yep. And get another guy or two in your corner. You've got to confess it to God and pray about it. And then that was the other thing, right, is that you've got to confess to God. you got to spend some time in prayer. Yeah. And hopefully your buddy's praying for you. Well, and then, I mean, the other thing, too, is just breaking habits. Um, yeah. You know, change up your routine. You know, if you're looking at it, I don't know what you're doing. If you're if you're alone and you're sitting around and you're looking at it and, you know, then don't be alone and, you know, sitting around. You know, what the devil's playground is idle hands. I mean. Yeah, if you're staying you know, up late after your wife goes to bed. Yeah. Or if you're not married, just hanging out with your phone in your room. Right. Laying there at midnight. Yeah. Maybe you don't need your phone in your room. Right. right? I mean, yeah. So, and, and just, then. Just change up your routine. Yeah. You know, I mean. But then, you know, the other thing about. Well, we'll get into it in a minute. The last thing I would say, like my practical thing is you've got to preach the gospel to yourself. Right. Because otherwise that shame is going to beat you down. Yeah. We're going to be like, man, I already failed at this. I might as well do it again. Yeah. But what the gospel says is, no, that shame and guilt's gone. Jesus took it on the cross. And when I look at what he did for me, I strive to be more like him. Right. And so if it's something I struggle with, I know he's taking care of that sin, but I'm going to try to be more like Jesus. Right. Yeah. So that shame doesn't keep me just in this the circle motion yeah, exactly. of going back just into a, it. Just a vicious cycle. Yeah. The, the other thing I was going to say is that, yeah. like, if you have young, if you have sons, this is deadly, right? I mean, you got to be well, watching yeah, I mean, that out now, for them. You know, young sons, I mean, now now's the time to start talking. Yeah. You know, we need to... Pretty young age, right? If you're yeah. giving your kid a phone, right. you better be having this conversation. Exactly. If they have a phone, right. in my mind, right? If they have yeah. a phone or a, a tablet or whatever. Right. Yeah, their friends th- are running around with phones and tablets. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're sharing videos and sharing messages and just... You know, it just spins. It just spirals out of control really fast. Yeah. Um, I think the thing with, with if your kid, and it's daughters too, right? We're specifically to men on this yeah. podcast, but it's right. really if you have children, is preaching these things to them as well in a loving way that, hey, you you may fail at this, right? right? But not just constantly beating them down, but like, hey, here's the hope of the gospel, that even though you struggle with this, right. there's hope for you and, well, and getting them victory over that at a young and age. Well, it's not exactly pornography, but at the same time, like, you know, explaining to daughters, um, you know, don't send pictures, don't send videos yeah. don't you never know where it's going to end up and once it's out there i mean it's out there oh yeah I mean, if you send just, something out it's you know five minutes later yep. it's in china i mean you, you don't know where it's at and you know explaining to daughters and to sons both that yeah. you know just uh, a decision today could really wreck your future yeah and it's one minor thing or what yep. it's what seems like one minor thing that you know that isn't later on yeah so, so. i think i'd leave with this one get this book if you yeah. haven't read it the death yeah, of porn by ray Wortland. the other is if you struggle with this just know that there's hope right like Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for you. Yep. Preach right. the gospel to yourself. Get your accountability partner. But this don't yeah, you stay got guys in your, your corner. I mean, yeah. guys praying for you and guys that want you to, you know, to be well and guys that, you know, that want to see you kick this addiction. So if you're struggling, yeah. I mean, reach out and find you a guy. Yeah. I think this is the first episode we've made it without you cracking a joke to our entire time. Well, so. you know, this is this one here is a heavy one, topic. Heavy topic, yeah. yeah. So all right. Well, thanks for joining us today for Tough Men of Faith and yeah. get the book. And remember we're praying for you. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to see you well. So yeah. in all aspects of your life, not just pornography, but we want to see you well. That's good. All right. See you guys next week. See you.